What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on Quicken Loans, internal data. Points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And MLS consumer access. Network number 3330. Yo, 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 welcome to another episode. Oh my God! Oh, this have happened <laughs> out of nowhere. Cause it's my, it's the next, it's actually the next the, track? it's the next track, man. Welcome everybody <laughs> to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. Uh, it is I, the Most High, Chris, and I'm here with my tag team partner CT, aka Chitty Bang. What's, what's going up? on, man? What's up, everybody? What's good? What's good? I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty good. You know, it's been a. I'm gonna say right now. <laughs> It's been an average week of wrestling, and I am a wrestling fan to the fullest. But it's been an average damn. You're week. not even gonna say, "Hey, how's nah, the week?" Like nah, nah. niggas, not you even. Don't, no, gonna... no, 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 because there's a couple things that we gotta get off our. I'm chest just saying, nigga. I mean, we just said, "Yo, yo, yo." Welcome to Reason Wrestling. We didn't even get through the uncut, unedit. You just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. <laughs> we gotta get it. <laughs> I, I'm coming with the heat this week. Come on, yes, man. This let's is just... the underground. The uncut, the unedited, unfiltered, you know, all the shit that we say. But uh, I'm just in a little bit of a mood right now because I think that wrestling provides something to us and gets us all emotional. And I love it. But there are certain things that happen in wrestling where I'm like, I, you know, when it's, when, it's, when, it's not, when it's not done with the optics of uh, and putting, putting certain things in place... Where we can, you know what I'm saying? Like, receive it. Go get it out. Get it out. Get your point across. Get All right. this is. Lovely. I'm, I'm, I'm rambling right now. Come on. Get get first off. First things first. What what what's going on, man? What 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 got you vexed this week, man? What's what's up with wrestling? Wrestling, now? wrestling, wrestling, man. Um, you know us as wrestling fans, we we always got something to complain about. However, there are certain things that are valid reasons. So I'm trying to get it. There's certain things that are valid reasons for us to complain, mm. and there's certain things that's not. Okay. I think I have a really valid reason to criticize AEW. What, this week. Okay, I, this is what I was about to say. What I know we had our pre-production, but what made you just kick the doors in like an ACE officer trying to detain the motherfucker? What made you got them? What what made you, what 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 made you come off the hinges? All right, I'm not what, gonna get into what happened with you on Twitter this week. I'm gonna let you handle that because that got me a little vexed. Okay. However, I'm gonna shoot at AEW and Chris Jericho. I, I I teased it on Twitter this week. I have a serious problem with the Chris I, Jericho promo. Well, before was, we before 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 you before you disparage Chris Jericho, before you put that foot knee deep. And Chris Jericho ass. I think it's time for niggas to know. Alright, I'm finna get this respectful in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the drops. I'm loving the drops. 
Yes, we are about to get disrespectful <laughs> in here because, um, and it's not even to, to disrespect Jericho, but to dis, I think he's disrespecting his own stablemates in LAX. I mean, I'm not sure how Ortiz and Santana feels about how Chris Jericho talks about them in, in his promos, but last week he called these niggas dirty, fly off the bat, talk called them dirty, and I get he's trying to get that get that they're gritty, that they're you know they're rough, they're you know, and then this week. He calls them not only thugs, but he calls them, uh, he says they'll pick your pocket. Now, this is a wrestling company, man. This is a wrestling company. Dirty, big pocket thugs. How how does any of those adjectives get these guys over as a, wrestlers? A, as, as wrestlers? Yeah. How does it get them, anything get them over as a um, an actor? They're pretty much just the Latino he's, crime time. Exactly. That's what he's trying to pretty much pigeonhole them as. And what I have a problem with is AEW already has a diversity problem. Okay. Now, Chris Jericho on top of it, with the optics of him saying these things, I have a problem with the stereotyping minorities. I, I really have a problem with that. I don't like when wrestling takes the, takes the route of stereotyping minorities because um, you know a lot of wrestling fans are white. A lot of AEW fans are heavily, heavily Caucasian. White. You know? I don't like them looking at the, the, the Ortiz and Santana as criminals. Where, when their whole stick is having being pride and powerful with their Latino heritage. I think that that's where you lean on. You lean on their heritage. You lean on them being prideful, powerful. You lean on their talent in the ring. Not as just savages who are just thugs. So I'm coming up with Yeah, that. what made them be mercenaries? Yeah, what, what, yeah. And what made them be Jericho's mercenaries What made them that? be his back? Yeah, I, none of this makes sense. The whole inner circle thing does not make sense. And oh, I niggas be, ain't want to niggas ain't want to hear that conversation the whole with me. Inner circle thing does not make any sense. As far as um, the unit, like I said last week, there's a lot of uniformity when it comes to stables. Now this is this is um, AEW's first stable, very first stable outside Yo, of the elite. Outside of the elite, obviously, because that was before. But this first thing they created in their own company, the inner circle, it's not hitting for me. Um, people are, are over here giving it mad props. I don't get it though. Like what is, what is the, what is the image behind this? And all I see is Chris Jericho making himself center stage, talking about how he got these goons, talking about he has Jack Swagger. He didn't refer to Jack Swagger as a thug. He refers to Jack Swagger as a badass. You know, um, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, wasn't, wasn't a thug. Yeah. So what brings these units together? And this is where I think AEW is lacking and, and, and their storytelling, it's like you got to give at least fans like me more than just great matches. I, I mean, because I mean, I'm a guy who t- I'll tune in for the matches. Don't get me wrong, but I think that AEW is lacking as far as telling who these guys are outside of the elite, outside of Cody. I think they need something, you know. Even with the John Moxley promo, I, I think he's doing what he can. But why is him and Kenny Omega competing? Like, why is it? But um. But that speaks to why I have a problem with the whole LAX thing so much. Because you've already have put yourself in a place where you lack <laughs> character development. You lack uh, any type of production as far as vignettes go. Well, they had one really good uh, vignette. And that was just a Cody. And he's an EVP. So, I mean, is all the money in the AEW going to Cody? And the Young Bucks production? Where are we? Like, what the fuck is the Dark Order? And why are they the Dark Order? Like, what the fuck? I mean, SCU got a little bit... Um, um, of their, you know, they have their entrance and whatnot. I think they got something there, 
But where is your money going, guys? Where is your money going as far as telling your stories? What you did with Cody this week, I fucked with it. I thought that was pretty cool. I think that the, the, the production aspect is telling that story. Of, uh, no, no, you, you can you can put your thumbs down and let's get into it. You said on Twitter, Bully Ray said that, oh, you know, it's a it's an emotional connection with the fans. I agree with that. It's an emotional production as far as it's an emotional connection. Now, you may not like what they said and what they did, it, but the it promo was, package was good. It wasn't. It wasn't produced well. It wasn't written well, and it wasn't cognitive to Cody. Def- uh, um, it, it, my thing, you get your mom, you get the announcers, you get so this is Cody's company, and everybody's behind Cody. Now, what makes Jericho this diabolical person that the championship can't be on him? Now, Why can't this just be a wrestling angle? Why does this have to be Cody for all his life? And he get like, what the fuck, man? We pulling up for his boot shot for what? The wrestle? That's his fucking job. <laughs> then they go, then they go start it off with this Chris Chrisley fucking uh, 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 housewife shit with Cody. You got a meeting on the first and then the third and at ten o'clock, and he's just staring off in the sunset like. Match to worry about. Nothing else matters. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bro. If you want to do something, show this is how you, you produce. Cannot, co- no, you no, 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 no. Let me let me finish it. Well. Let me go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. Let me finish, man. Let me finish dropping these bombs, man. You cannot say that was not produced. It you wasn't. Say it was not shot. It well. was, I didn't. How are you not, bro? You can, say, was, you can say the substance was lacking. Absolutely. You, it I was not produced well, and it and because it wasn't produced well, it wasn't shot well. No, it was shot well. It was shot very well. That's the only like, and that's one of the only things that was shot very well that night, as far as packages. I'm what I'm telling you is the reason why I'm telling you is not shot well is because it gave me a vibe of a reality TV promo, not a wrestling promo. Mm-hmm. That's something I would see with Nia Jax and Carmella on Total Divas getting ready to tell me what's about to happen in the next scene of or scenes or next couple of shows. How everybody is presented in front of what we're doing right now, like a, a chair, a green screen, it's a, like it's a confessional, a, like a confessional type yeah. thing. And my thing is this, and the reason why I said it wasn't produced well is because of the substance. You can't tell me that it's produced well and the substance is bad. I think the substance is lacking for sure. I think that they have a pro- they're having a real problem in AEW connecting the story of why we should give a fuck about Chris Jericho or Cody Rhodes or or anybody honestly on the roster. Who 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 do we really say? You know what? I want to see them win outside of just being a wrestling fan. Now, if you're a wrestling fan, you'll watch AEW all all you want. Now, you know. And, they're, but we can't say they're not winning because they're they're winning in the ratings battle. And that 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 I mean, ratings doesn't matter when we're sitting here talking about sustainability. Okay, so my thing is is we're 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 wrestling guys. We're also storytellers. So my thing is that when are we as consumers going to bypass just having another option of wrestling? Rather than look at the substance of what, because my thing is we're killing everything WWE. We're, Are we're, we? we're I'm, no, you're not. I'll tell you right now, I'm Chris. I'm going to call you out right now because you don't kill WWE the way you kill AW. Why don't you? And you're slowly becoming the Meltzer for WWE. No, that's that's bullshit. Because no. I for sure that's bullshit. Because when you, when you're talking about diversity in, in AEW, let's just wrap this around and say let's go. Let's finish getting. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's finish talking about getting disrespectful in this bitch. WWE, Friday Night Smackdown. You got, first of all, seven out of the eight women that was on TV were not women of color. Sasha was the only person on Smackdown Live that was a woman of color. Uh That six-pack challenge match was whitewashed like a motherfucker to face Pam, a.k.a. Bailey. 
the, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so my thing is, is that I think that women of color just in period in wrestling need more representation. Like, I think that that's one thing that I brought but, up in a podcast a while back. Women of color, you got people like uh, Kiara Hogan, Ariel Monroe. You got so many women of color, uh, Faye Jackson, that are on the indies that could be legit stars on any one of these companies. So that's something that's lacking across the board. But um, as far as you, you, you're, I'm t- and, and, I'm, and I see you, you're calling out WWE, it's fair, fair game. But what, the way you look at AEW, the way I look the way at you look at AEW is that's, they got to prove something. That's fine, and then you don't even because that's not, my, and then listen, you, you really knock it down. I am going to knock it down for one because don't t- listen. My thing is, fam, I tell my shorty all the time, uh, 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 minimize my expectations. Uh-huh. You feel me? She's a great cook at what she does and what she wants to make, and when she puts her time and her effort into cooking something that she knows how to make. It's when you go off and experiment, and that when the fucking food ain't good. You feel me? But so you I, think I, I said, you go off and but this, but this is what I'm saying. Yes, because listen, my they set my expectation. They first off a whole year ago talking about we're going to be a wrestling company different from WWE. We're going to be a wrestling company of inclusion, diversity. We're going to have a wrestling company of better storylines. We're <laughs> going to bring matter. back where matches matter. Uh, we're going to have something that is, is com- yeah. something that is complete different from what we see on a normal basis. And what I see from them. From the first three weeks is light. It's WWE light. It's motherfucking diet WCW. It's goddamn uh, good value, like whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, like you know me, great, 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 like, great value, value WCW, like, WCW. Bro. for sure. I feel you on that, and and that's fair game. But uh, you, you you just railed you railed in on AEW. You rail, gotta be honestly. I don't. You, I don't. Not the way you got you railing No, that's 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 bullshit. Because we do this. We've been doing this podcast. For a year, and there's plenty of times that we didn't got animated, and there's plenty of times that we didn't damn near cussed each other out because WWE is doing some shit that we necessarily don't care about, yeah. and I'm trying to either make sense of it logically or uh-huh. trying to make sense of it business wise because creatively it's not that good. I'll I'll say that uh-huh. WWE is not tickling a nigga fancy paws on the creative side. I just watch it because I'm a creature of habit. To be yeah. honest, I think we you feel all, me like all I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a creature of habit when it comes to wrestling. But WWE does not escape the type of the the the, the type of 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 vitriol that I, I I dispose. The reason why AEW gets it is because, like I said, you got 50 people on the roster and six of them are black. I think we got to look at it from an objective eye. We can call them out on, on the diversity thing. But when you're telling me we that, can that, call that, them out on the storyline, we, we, we can call them out with the long term booking. We cannot call them out on that on, on, on like the match quality. Why? Had, the match they've quality. Had, no. They've had great matches. No, they no. have not. How do you think they have not had great matches? Private Party and Young Bucks were not a great match. Okay, match that's match. one match that out of three weeks. That was the best match of the week last. week. Okay, CT, but that's SCU a, that's, killed it this week. No, they didn't. you didn't kill it. Scorpio Sky killed it. Let's keep it a buck, dog. Let's keep it a buck. Ain't nobody fucking watching Fazarian. Ain't nobody, why, ain't nobody tuning you to watch Christopher fucking Daniels? He's 50. Yo, you got to understand, like, when you watch a match, you okay. got to take it, just because you're watching it and you're like, oh, this Kazarian, you already count people out before you I'm not counting them out. I've watched watch them already. Okay. He's not new niggas. you like, I mean, I watched them already. I seen TNA. I saw ROH. I saw them niggas wrestling in New Japan. And you don't think it was a good match? No. Wow. I think you got to look at it from a little bit more objective eye. You, you tweeted us this week, because Chris Jericho was playing a Ku Klux Klan member, I mean, you texted us. Y'all playing the Ku Klux Klan member in the James Simon movie. He's saying he's done with AEW. I'm like, that's a movie. 
But when I say Hulk Hogan said some real racist shit, I gotta be like, oh, am I gonna separate no, the I didn't artist say, from no, the... No, I didn't say that. I said we can... I said we can... I never told you to hop on board and cheer and stay with fucking Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Or even support the the rate uh, uh the the matches or the segments or anything or the written things that Hulk Hogan is in. Mm-hmm. The same thing with AEW. Chris Jericho didn't have to take that fucking role, bro. Chris Jericho is Chris Jericho. He's a rock star. He's AEW champion. He's in Madison Square Garden at the Rangers game. He don't have to play a fucking Ku Klux Klan for Jay and Silent fucking Bob. Listen, man. And you already we already talk about how AEW alienates a subsection of their people. They do. And your champion goes out and do this. I don't know what the what what the storyline is. It in doesn't. That movie. Okay, that's now, fine. Now, that's fine. But I, all I'm saying is WWE has a post. They have a post. A post. When Randy is a when Randy's a Marine, and then he when Randy plays a Marine in the movie, and real life Marines tell him, "Hey, that dude went AWOL. That dude didn't pass the crucible. Mm-hmm. That dude is not one of us. He can't play a Marine. Mm-hmm. We get the Miz and Becky Lynch in that movie mm-hmm. because WWE has a post. We don't get nobody playing any racist shit. We don't get nobody stepping outside the box. We get the Rock playing a two fan for God's sake to protect the image of WWE." We don't have like, and, and my thing is before AEW makes Jericho his makes Jericho the champion. When they bring in Jay and Silent Bob for their first show, they know the role that Jericho plays in, and they still promote it. I think that that's their top guy. Something in a movie. That's their top guy, but I, mean, I don't care. Okay, I, that's what. I, okay, and then I, you, could, the, you push back on me on the whole Hogan thing, and he literally say some racist shit. I didn't push back on. I know I didn't. My thing was I said make. I say be consistent. I say since you push back on Hulk Hogan, we gotta do the same thing for Randy Orton. That's exactly what I said. Uh-huh. I said and now we can't pick and choose because you said context matters. Yeah. that's fine. I, 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 I'm, but context as a whole is that they're disrespecting niggas, period. All right, let, let, let's talk about context real quick. All right, context. AEW obviously has some shit to, to, to go on, to, 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 to build a hunt. AEW this week, uh, they won in the ratings battles again this week. But I know, hey, I know if AEW was losing in ratings, you would be, you wouldn't have nothing to say. You wouldn't have shit to say. You know, you would be like, oh, fuck AEW. No, listen. But the reason I'm why we talk about AEW because they are beating NXT in the rating, which I think NXT is a way better show. <coughs> be, be quite honest. So that's my thing. It's a, my, okay. I take everything logically, mm-hmm. right? Do I take my, do I take my pisses on AEW? Of course I do. Because everybody is entitled to have their own opinion on certain things. Absolutely. My thing is with AEW is, I'm not giving them more of a benefit of the doubt. Just how you wouldn't give, just like we're going to talk about Bischoff and Heyman, right? Uh-huh. You're not giving the benefit of the doubt worked out in your favor by you not having favor in that nigga. Yeah. You had no faith in Eric Bischoff sustaining uh, the, the role management, having any idea of how to produce a right, and answer to Vince when he's 65 and Vince is 70. Okay, and my, you don't have faith in AEW. My... my I, I have an issue with everybody putting it on a pedestal after three weeks. WWE is 50, 60 years of growth, learning from their mistakes, Mm -hmm. and sustainability. That is my only thing. AEW has not done anything. They haven't showed growth in in the short amount of time, right? They... Pac screwed him by not having him wrestle for the championship, I guess. So, they've had time to alter their route to what's going to be champion. I'll tell you this real quick. Real quick. 
if Pac is undefeated and he's not the next challenger, then obviously wins and losses don't don't matter because you're just like every other wrestling company. AW, I'm calling you out on that. Uh, is this still recording? Oh no, we got it. Higher it is. All right, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. You had a point. No, with Pac and the whole thing, you know, if, you, if you're saying wins and losses matter. Make it matter. Make it make sense, you know? Um, and, and I feel you on it, because I, I feel like I'm a little bit more objective. I call no, AEW no, all things, and I also give credit where credit is due. What am I you're giving me that? Okay, the see, private party. Okay, okay so private party. Is the only good match they have. Okay, so that's false. You, you're, not, you're not, okay. Again, my opinion. I don't give a fuck about Fazarian. I don't care about Christopher Daniels. I don't care about Marco Hunt. I don't care about fuck. My thing is uh, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is only fired because Luchasaurus, but Luchasaurus has a torn hamstring. Mm-hmm. So now, therefore, that act is obsolete because now you got two little ass guys in there. Now I don't care about. Now the big thing on, on Twitter right now is about little guys, big guys, and how Marco uh, stunt mm-hmm. is um, you know miniature and everything like that. That's not my thing. My thing is I don't know who that kid is. I think that you got to give some of these guys a chance. These I, guys are see, they were picked from the Indies, just picked up. And you got you, and you can't you, no, man. No, I'm, seriously, you're seriously. not even letting me finish. No, go NXT ahead. does go the ahead. same thing. NXT what? did the same, bro. When I'm there, when Adam Cole debuts in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. The niche 15,000 people know who the fuck Adam Cole is. Uh-huh. The very next time he's on television, it's a promo package for him letting niggas know who he is and why he's here. He grabs a mic and he comes out and says, I want the NXT championship. Uh-huh. That's something pre and presented. Who else comes from the indie? Drew McIntyre. Uh-huh. Drew Galloway. That he comes from the Indies, mm-hmm. comes does the same thing. Like when hype people packages, hype, hype packages. packages. My thing so is, so you need hype packages to care about the match of Marco. No, Stark my, and, 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 uh, no my, I'm just asking. I need promo. You're a new company. Yeah, brand new company, brand new people on TV, brand new everything. You need to set this up to where I am a new, brand new audience. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing the work for you. I got you. Okay. Okay. I'm not doing the work for you. Wrestling is is too much wrestling out there for me to consume that I'm doing extra work for you. When you have a hundred million dollars to put into a wrestling company, do a fucking promo package before a match. I feel you, I feel you. And and this is what, something we've been saying for weeks. Um I do think that you're you're because I do think that, that Cody package was very well produced. Now you can talk about the substance behind it and, and what the what the the thing how it was presented. That I, I can I can I can give you credit for that. They 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 they're lacking with the storytelling as far as building these guys, and I think they're going too far with the Cody stuff. We get it, we get it now. We go Cody's the EVP. We get that he's uh, Dusty Rhodes' son, and he traded the company. We we actually championed him on our podcast. Bro, when H, we get the, when week, H we get it. when H does it, like we kill him. We kill him when when when, 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 yeah. when 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 Triple H is on TV too much in suits, involved with wrestling and playing both sides. Mm-hmm. We kill him. You either going to be an authority figure or you're going to be an active wrestler. And that makes Cody a part-timer. Because we know the intricacies of running... I'm sorry. We don't know. We assume the intricacies of running a wrestling company. Booking. Paying people. Getting fire marshals there. Uh, you know, you know, making sure that everything is A1 on that side for you to also train and then creatively throw yourself as a method actor into a story. It's hard. It's difficult. We're not asking Cody to do that. You signed Kenny Omega to play that role. That's the reason why Kenny was the big get. 
That's the reason why Kenny's the best bout machine. That's why Kenny's the best wrestler in the world. That's the reason why if you want continuity, you do Alpha and Omega on your TV. It's not hard. It's not hard, bro. Uh-huh. And this is why I get aggravated and upset because my thing is is that we're not we're we're cascading them or or, or WWE and 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 and, and ridiculing WWE when we're saying it's not that hard for them. It's not that hard for AEW. Honestly, Especially when you AEW got AEW actually has it a little bit easier. It has a little bit easier. They got the buzz. People are are, are fiending for y'all to come heavy and come hard. The only thing that I'm giving credit to AEW for is for, well, one, having the balls to just do this shit as a whole. I think I give credit to Young Bucks, Cody, uh, Tony Bro, Collins. and we do oh, that. Yeah, we, we do that. Credit. We give them, we I give give them credit. credit for the matches because I do think they've had... Um, I think when, when the guys are going out there, they're going out there and they're not trying to hold back. I think that when they go out there trying to... I really analyze... I, I'm a But that's, that's fine, though. But when you don't try to hold back, you also put Kenny Omega and Joey Janela in a dark match, in a hardcore match, and Kenny's doing a, a tope a cojito, and the, the barricades is too, too close to the ring, and his whole knee is hanging on the outside of the joint because he overshoots. Mm. But then that match doesn't matter because it doesn't count because it's a dark match. So the, uh, okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. Doesn't count the wins and losses. And if Cody and Joe is going to give it their all, give it their all with stakes. Also, you can't. All, Torres is already out with an injury, and that's what I'm, y'all got to be more safe. But um, also, my thing is this. My August. My, my thing is this. I'm not. I'm not wrapping up on a negative on AEW because my thing is is that we said we were going to get disrespectful, so we shall. I didn't like Cody's promo package because nothing in Cody's promo package gave me a reason as to why he deserves to challenge Jericho for the title. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a fair point. And that's why I said that's it wasn't produced well. I mean, the I mean, production no, pro- and, and yes. writing and production Produ- yes, are that, different things. That's no, why, no, 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 no. When that, you said production, I said... That's hand in okay, hand. Okay, look that, at the way they shot this shit. That, it was good. I like the way that he was ta- he was zoning out. They, they had branding um, kind of you know out of focus and uh, he was in focus. And the the whole thing but with peep, him just being zone, zone, that. in, in peep, his zone. Peep game on this. That was scripted, right? Yeah. Right. Their whole thing is, oh, we're not going to have scripted promos and shit like that. Or we're not going to have... My thing is, if it's going to be real, then let it be real. If it's gonna, I, if it's gonna young, be real, I'm not with the script. I'm not with the unscripted shit though, because Jericho's fucking that up every time he touches the mic. But that's Jericho though. I don't never trust Jericho. With, I I don't trust the I don't trust the fifty year old. I mean, drunk he, with he, a he, mic he, anyway. he needs he needs some fucking bullet points or something. He needs some kind of talking points before he goes out there because Jericho, you can't be keep calling uh, disrespecting LAX when you get out there. You're disrespecting LAX on a regular basis. I, I'm, I know I already got went through this, but that just rubbed me the wrong way. So when you talk about unscripted promos. I'm not that confident in it right now because I have not seen one unscripted. Actually, the John Moxley, I think he's actually pretty good at his unscripted promos. And I, I think it's not one that I don't like, even think Moxley that's, is so that's much it. unscripted. I think Moxley also has been under the ringer. Like Moxley, kind of he he he's been prior to WWE. He had an opportunity, but WWE shapes and molds and make that actor a little bit better. Yeah, regardless of what people want to say. You come out better on the Absolutely. other end when you but go through Jericho that. But shouldn't Jericho be better? But no, my thing is also Jer- Jericho. At the end of the day, I don't, I don't hold Jericho and Moxley in the same vein because I do believe Jericho, his entity, his own brand, his thing, what he does outside, 
he kind of loses him, like he's Jericho. Uh-huh. Like, you know, Jericho can go rock a show, uh-huh. party, uh-huh. Get, get drunk, and then have a next show. Uh-huh. So if he accidentally gets, you know what I mean, comes, you know, forgets that he's not on stage <laughs> with his bandmates off the bubbly. He yeah, may, yo, <laughs> and, and a little bit of bubbly is not it. You need more than a little bit of bubbly to get Inner Circle over. You need more than... Uh, him making unscripted promos that, that make trash. no fucking sense. But that was trash too. To you gotta admit, over. Jericho. Jericho's Jericho, way more smart listen, than this. Jericho pinning Darby at the end, and then I'm coming out with fucking champagne. You telling me that was fun? That was dope. That was that was. I re- think the champagne that was, was fine. That was that's them trying to get this shit over with the bubbly shit. And I mean, I don't mind him doing that because he did say people started liking this shit. I don't fuck with it as far He's as he's a heel, Jericho. Are you trying to get over as a heel, or are you trying to get over to sell money, to, to make money? Now, you're in wrestling to make money, of course, but if you're talking about making sense, if y'all talking about going back NWA and WCW and ECW and New Japan Wrestling Storytelling, long-term booking, logically, reasonably, the shit that we call it here on this podcast, it gotta be more in-depth. You gotta, listen, I think wrestling fans fiend for... Intricate storytelling. If that's what you, if you, if you asking me, because as sure. a hard wrestling fan, I think wrestling fans yearn for uh, emotional connections to stories, um, intricate storytelling. People who are um, where you where you match up the kind of like the network behind the scenes. Because like, I'm, I'm you know, not, like, I'm not, I'm not emotionally. That's why I told Bully Ray what he said was asinine. I what he said, it, it, I'm not emotionally connected. Yeah. Jericho It was good Jer- produced But it, it wasn't like, it didn't I'm get not, like, Jer- Jer- like Cody you're a Rhodes By nature You're supposed to have that You're supposed to have that fire Somebody's supposed to care about you You know what I mean Like by By, by proxy my nigga By, by a nut busting Yo I'm supposed <laughs> to have that You it's know what I mean DNA. It's in the DNA But my thing is Is Jericho my, Jericho didn't do anything personal Nothing Jer- Nothing, 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 nothing has been personal, personal yet to get to the point where he's this focused and this determined. And it's kind of like what we said kind of with the Bray Wyatt shit. It ain't for Seth to go over the edge. Nothing, Bray didn't do nothing. He didn't break him. Bray didn't break him. He didn't, break he didn't him. do nothing to get him to that point. And when you guys line up your storytelling with the reason behind the actions make perfect sense, that's wrestling at its finest. And then you get good, then you get a good match on top of that. Yo, that's what we want to see. As far as AEW, I'm giving them a, 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 I'm not giving them a pass, but I'm giving them a little leeway because it's just a new company. However, it's been three weeks. And I think by now, we should start to see the, the, the workings of, okay, you're building towards this full gear match, um, um, pay-per-view. Why should we care about watching this? I'll tell you this one thus much. I'm more interested in full gear than Crown Jewel. Me personally, because I think that WWE's been real nasty with this Crown Jewel shit. And honestly, nothing they're done on this week made me more excited to see Crown Jewel. I mean, I I, I can't say that. Um, now, I'm not going to... WWE's been nasty with this Crown Jewel. WWE, honestly, like... It's just... It's I, market employee. It's, just, it's sick. I mean, it's not wrestling. It's, 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 it's just... Like, people well, are okay, saying... I can't say... Listen... I can say the means don't justify the ends, but I can't say it's not wrestling. They like I now the one thing we now I know a bad taste in our mouth was AJ and Shinsuke with the double uh, nut shot. Was that oh, no yeah. no 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 that wasn't sorry that wasn't sorry. Um, I think they did the last man standing match something like that whatever. Um, but Saudi has. Unfortunately, gave us 
some pretty low key bangers. Which one? Kofi and Dolph was a banger. You said it wasn't a banger last year, I, but I had to watch it back. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you you killed I, that I shit. Killed it. I killed that match <laughs> like a motherfucker. Was that last year or this year? It was this year. This year? Okay. It was this year when when Kofi was champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I killed it because um I I wasn't interested in, in the, the match. I wasn't yeah. interested in the story. And that's what I'm saying. About, I, I, you gotta separate wrestling. sometimes the story from the actual match. Now quality. I feel you. So when we go back to AEW, like don't get me wrong, Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt versus the Lucha Bros. Has some good shit. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about best match or best wrestling, what I'm invested in, I'm investing in Lucha Bros and Private Party, nigga. Oh, don't get me wrong. Oh, yes. Like, don't get me, like, yes, don't get yes. a mis, don't, don't get a misconstrued. Like, that's going to, that's going to be, that, that's going to be flames. Speaking of, uh, and I'm all for Private Party, I think they should have a, a, a bill to be, becoming the tag team champions. Lucha Bros and, uh, like, I mean, already, already. Lucha Bros. They, 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 they should be the first uh, and, uh, and, and, yeah, They definitely should be. Phoenix, for sure. man, Phoenix is fucking phenomenal on those ropes. I can't believe the shit that he does every week, yo. Uh, and then you got Penta killing it every single week. Uh, he, he he just has this completely. They're just they're just bro- they're just they're just great, you know. <laughs> the Lucha Bros are great. Yeah, I'm, you know? I definitely I definitely fuck with the Lucha Bros. Um, so, but I mean, honestly, I mean, honestly, like when you talk about being more excited for, uh, full gear or full metal than Saudi, that's fine. Um, I mean, that's be, me. That's only it, exactly. because of the messiness that WWE does with the Saudi, just the blood money, all the stuff behind it. I can't separate the, the politics behind and, and the show. I can't be like, Oh, I'm going to next Thursday. I'm going to watch you. Just, just forget about everything that's going in. Hulk Hogan's there. I just, as a fan, can't stomach it. So I'm not going to watch it. I'll probably tune into the clips. I'll probably be at work when it comes on anyways. Um, but Full Gear, I'll probably just tune in for that. Um, I do want to see the the, the the Tag Team Championships crowned. Um, I, I just want to see what other matches are on the card just for me to really get I invested. I think it's going to be Kenny and Moxley. Kenny and Moxley I might be I think it's going to be Cody and Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's keep it a buck. Jericho's not... He's still wrestling, but is he good? That's the thing. I do got to say that Jericho has taken a hit uh, as far as his match quality. I did like Darby because Darby made that match this week. Darby Allen is a motherfucking star. I think I think he's a main eventer in the making. Now, as for you think he's a mid-carder, I think he's a main eventer in the making. I think that he has a whole vibe about him. I do think that his size does hinder him as far as... Um, Making him seem like oh he can be it right a now a viable a viable but champion. I think he built him to because because people are going to connect to this guy. I'm telling you, people are going to connect to tell tell his story, tell his stories you know about where he comes from and what drives him to do these crazy um, um, risk taking you know uh, high risk maneuvers. Tell all that shit and then build him to become your AEW championship champion by next year. I think I think he's going to have a great reign. This is what AEW. You need to drop, have Cody go drop it as soon as possible. Give it a Cody. Have it, have it, him, have them say. Yo, you know crazy. what I think? What, you know, if I'm booking it, let's look. If 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 Cody if Cody loses, I would like to see Jericho and Omega. Jericho Omega. If Cody wins it, I would like to see MJF turn on. And I think you make your star with MJF as a heel champion, and you try to have some baby faces try to get it off him. Do I think MJF is ready at this moment? No. Maybe not so much, but I think, I think he's, he's ready. ready. As far as his mic skills, um, as far as me saying, do I want to see a Cody Rose MJF match in, in the ring? 
I don't know. Emotionally, I don't know. listen. Emotionally, I would need to be listen, more invested. No, I'm, I am. That's the that's the thing. This is what I'm saying. This is why I fight back with you so much about AEW because everything that people like don't make sense. Like what? Uh, well, for one, the the Cody promo. For two, you saying that the like outside of private party and Bucks. Now we've gone heavy. We've gone like forty minutes. Yeah, we can move on. No, no, fuck that. This is what the podcast is. This uh-huh. is what we. This is what we started the podcast about: having these intellectual conversations and beating the shit into the ground as to figuring out. Uh-huh. Because my thing is, outside of private party and the Bucks, name another match that was good. You, yeah, you, I, did, I, you I, said I, Jericho I, and, and Darby. I'll give you Darby making Lucha that match. Bros and and I like Marco Stunt and uh, Jungle Boy. I like that match. Did, it, was, it wasn't that, my thing. Is I I didn't like the match because there there was no tag team wrestling. It looked like a tornado tag most of the match. It was still light. It was still fire. It was fire. Yeah, and and I, I do think that AEW is a different type of wrestling company. Okay, you know everybody. Some people just it's not going to be for you. Some people. I, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. Keep it hundred. Some of y'all wrestling fans are going to tune into AEW, and you're not going to like what you see because AEW does have a lot of spots. AEW does have a lot of quick action. Me personally, I like different flavors with my wrestling. I want to see a. I, I don't mind seeing, um, you know, a Braun Strowman Bobby Lashley match. But then I don't mind seeing a Young Bucks Lucha, Lucha Bros match. I see the different different flavors and styles in wrestling, and I'm like, I want to see what they can make it happen. You know, me too, um, me too. But I mean, this is the tag team. But tag thing, team wrestling, yeah. What I is tag? What is tag high, team wrestling? I think that obviously, you know, obviously it's two 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 guys coming together to, uh, and it's obviously you need tags. You need them to tag in and out. I do think there were tags in the match, but I do think that they did get to a point in every tag team match in AEW where it does feel like it's a tornado tag, where the referee doesn't give a fuck about who's the referee. And that's another thing. Referees in AEW, bro? Don't give a fuck about shit. Bro, they look mad confused. The commentary is not good. If y'all want to listen to JR and Tony Schiavone, go watch Halloween Havoc 1991 on the network. Right now, they're not good. JR doesn't know the stories. JR doesn't know the rules. They don't give Tony enough time. Tony, I think, can make up for it because Tony's been calling a lot of these guys more recently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he can at least. I haven't call really back. paid attention to the to, to the commentary. I'll do that next week and because I pay attention to Raw. Raw's bad. Yeah. Raw's bad. Jerry, the King Lawler, he's garbage. He is trash. Oh my god, my lord! Did I don't he? know where Tom Phillips is. Bruh, I don't even know what Booker did, T is at, dog. Did he call Sean Benjamin Dr. Octopus this week? Bruh, I don't... Ah, bruh. I think he called Sean And that's the Dr. thing, Octopus. too. So, since since we, since we you say I don't get disrespectful or raw... Alright, I'm finna get disrespectful in this motherfucker. Look. Or fucking WWE. Let's move to WWE. Like I said, mm-hmm. I gunned them niggas for SmackDown. They don't have... Where's Naomi? Where's Tamina? Where's Nia? Put somebody at black... With with, with, with with some stank on it in that division, bro. Somebody needs to be on that division ASAP. It's very cracker-ish. It's very... I mean, not by cracker, I mean like... Nah, like fam, rich. I'm in it. It's, it's cracker-ish. Nah, it's dry, as, it's bland as hell, nigga. It's saltined up in that motherfucker, I'm, I am glad Nikki Cross is getting her shine. For and, sure, you know, and my um, thing is too, dumbass herbs. Like, bro... Y'all complained and said that we that Vince wouldn't get Nikki and Nikki would be stifled and yada yada yada. Nikki's right now in the title feud, bruh. Uh huh. And she already and had she a tag already team won the tag team titles. Uh huh. 
Now, I was against her and Nick Alexa Bliss. I do believe that if, if Nikki Cross somehow gets the title, Alexa and Nikki will be a great Shawn Michaels, Marty Janelli type thing. I think that's I think one thing they'll probably be... do. They'll probably put it on Nikki to get it to Alexa again. Uh, if they if they do put it on uh, Nikki Cross, but I think Nikki Cross is ready to go. I think people people are behind her. She's a great baby face. Uh, I do think that they could approach her character a little bit better. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm all for how they've uh, approached this. I know Bailey had uh, a promo this week on SmackDown, but I didn't hear shit she was saying because. Uh, she was sitting right next to Sasha Banks. Bruh, um, Sasha was looking so fire, bro. Uh, Sasha, man, all I saw was, I don't, I don't, you know, I couldn't hear much because Sasha was there. And I think that you need to get Sasha away from Bailey so we can actually hear what Bailey's saying. For sure. Because all was playing in my head was, that's my type. That's my type. <laughs> that's all in my head was Sasha. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yo, I'm rooting for Nikki Cross and... Um, Bailey going after uh, each other in the next pay-per-view. I'm not sure if it's going to be at Crown Jewel. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to drop it to Nikki. I think they're going to keep it on Bailey. But if they did, I would love to see Alexa and and Bailey. Um, I mean, not Alexa and Bailey. Alexa and Nikki if they drop it. But I don't see. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that, think that they're just giving her a spot to show what she got in a, in a, in a big spot in a big title match on her own. Um, which would be fine. Like you do with Lacey earlier in the year. I mean, which, like I said, which would be definitely fine. To 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 be honest, um, I definitely do believe that uh, um, Nikki Cross is capable of uh, having a great match with Bailey. Uh, it's a new match. It's a match we haven't exactly. seen on the, on the which, which is, is which is good. Uh, we do complain about having repeats and whatnot. Uh, but that Bailey promo wasn't good. I mean, a lot of people can say, you know, what she said uh, was good, but her delivery wasn't wasn't believable. Um, I just wasn't feeling the demeanor. Um, she didn't sound confident. She let Miz knock her off her mark. You know what I mean? Um, which, Miz was going ham. Miz, Miz was going ham. But my thing is, is that Bailey hasn't. I mean, you gotta let Bailey sink or swim. I just don't feel like she's been in that opportunity. I mean, in that position, impromptu to, to 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 combat like that. You know what I mean? I think that was a good spot for her. I think this is a good launching point for mm-hmm. her. I just didn't think that that was the the end all be all of good promos. From mm-hmm. her um, going forward, I do think that um, I do think that WWE is dropping the ball a lot with um, the uh, the ability to kind of capitalize on what's available to them. I think they're um, dropping the ball as it pertains to the draft as a whole. Honestly, the war room was fucking irritating to me. There's a nigga with warrior paint on and shit. It just makes wrestling look goofy. You know the whole thing they're doing with, with the whole war room with the Fox on the USA. It was dumb. It was so stupid. I, I think this is a huge missed opportunity when you're on Fox and then you're on USA to make wrestling feel like a little bit more, um, I don't know, legitimate. Like it just or, or not like a gimmick, not so gimmicky. And I think the draft is a great moment to do that. A, gra- a draft, like when we get excited for the NFL draft. We're wondering who's going where. Uh, we, we we have our picks and and, and to make and to actually the number one pick actually really matters. You know we make we, we have our predictions and whatnot. With now SmackDown being on uh, Fox, it makes it even more of um, it's more intrigued to the number one pick. They could have hyped this up. They could have hyped it up and then had the, the pick go as Becky Lynch or whatever one they wanted to do. But the way they presented it was as if. Like you said, they, they throw out they threw out the picks before they even 
aired them. Yeah, for you sure. You know, they threw out the picks online before they even aired them. That makes us not care. When it, when when you have everybody tuning in on Smack on uh, Fox to see your first draft, have it mean something. Have somebody come out there, have them pick somebody, have them come out there and say little pieces about what they what, what being on SmackDown or, or Raw means to them, and then have them go out there and do a match. That's all it needs, and make it seem like they are they're dueling brands because one shows on Fox, one shows on USA, and have them actually. Um, Speak to to the competition that they're going to be facing. Uh, as far as this, this looks like they split up the brands. They they put they didn't split up any tag teams. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode are still together, and they're in this. Why are they in this world? Best of world, best tag team match. I don't get it. I don't get why why we should care about the draft if they're going to handle it like this. You know, it's kind of like they just rushed it. You know. They said, okay, we're going to split these No, nah, they did. They I mean, I mean, I can't, the same thing I get on AEW uh, with as far as knowing what you're going to do and having time to do it. WWE had the same thing. WWE had time. Uh, executives from both companies, I will presume, or both networks, kind of gave them a list of who they were. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. On it, I'm pretty sure that both lifts consist of the same people. People, yeah. so they kind of had to appease both. Comp- you know what I mean? So uh, I do think that um, Roman being on SmackDown is big, which we called uh-huh. earlier in the year. We How said we, we we said before Roman, the first before the mix, before, yeah yeah whatever they did with the wildcard yeah we, the first we, drive we we knew Roman was going to end up on SmackDown. Um, and I think that's huge get for them. Mm-hmm. Also, them riding, a, them riding a wave with Becky and putting Becky on Raw and then moving Charlotte on Raw with Becky, knowing that we just got that feud on SmackDown. But again, if you're a new member, a new audience member, you may not want to tune in on SmackDown. Maybe, you know what I mean? Think like, that I, I think that, that... No, I think that... I don't think that Becky and Charlotte moves the needle at all anymore. Really? Even if you're even if you're a new viewer, I don't think that that's I don't think that's moving the needle as far. Oh, I never saw this. especially if it's, especially since it's on Raw. Raw fans have been watching Raw for, for years on USA. These are not new viewers. So, I mean, if you want to I don't want to see I don't, I don't want to see Charlotte and Becky ever again. Not ever again, but like for like a good like 2-3 years. I would I would be fine with not seeing. It. Even though they're great together, don't want to see it every single week. So do you bring Ronda back I, on you Raw? You bring Ronda back on Raw, and I think the, I think Bray needs to be on Raw. Like, why do they put Bray on SmackDown? You put Bray on SmackDown for one because honestly, I do believe that having Bray and that fiend character pop up on network television or cable television, I think they have a, a, an opportunity for that to be. Advertised a little uh-huh. bit, um, and shout out to the Black Wrestling, po- um, Black Guy Wrestling Podcast. Black, black Guy, yeah, Black uh, Yeah, they were talking about how Bray doesn't need a title. Yeah, and I disagree. I don't think he needs. I, do, I actually kind of agree with them because he doesn't need the title. Mm-hmm. However, however, I think he he deserves a fucking title. 
for creating this this whole thing, The Fiend. He deserves it, and I would love to see him have the title. Now, if you're looking at it as him as a commodity, as what wrestling as WWE does look at the wrestlers as commodities, then yeah, he doesn't need a title. But if you're looking at it as a storyline where this guy just took 12 curb stomps and a sledgehammer to the head and got back up, then it doesn't make sense if he doesn't beat somebody. If he doesn't beat Brock, you know, because I don't see him beating Brock. I see maybe they do the King of Velasquez thing. Uh, I don't think Kane's going to win the title. Just don't see that happening either. But who beats Brock on that show? Roman? I don't. No one wants to see that. No one wants to see Roman beat Brock. It has to be the Fiend. They had to put a title on the Fiend. They had to put some, or a baby on face, somebody new. Or a baby, somebody new. Or a baby face DB. Uh, Dan Bryan. If you get a this, okay. So they already this, did that match too. Okay, okay. they did a they did a match. They did a storyline. Okay. I think that before Daniel got hurt, that would have been thirty-one. I believe. I know they wanted to crown Roman at thirty-one when 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 Seth cashed in, but I think that um, I think they would have been able to tell that story. Possibly a David and Goliath type story. They, yeah. they they haven't really. They've done matches with it. They've done matches, but they they've never. Match, they, yeah. Yeah, and they told the. I'm sorry, I lied. They told the David and Goliath story with Finn. With Finn, they did that. They, they did. did they actually literally did the David and Goliath story. But I think having Daniel Bryan play on uh, the match that they had um, at Survivor Series, he test he get he tested the limits. Okay. I believe, and I think. Wrestling acclimate, I think psychology wise, and DB Daniel was a and, heel at the time. Yeah, I think DB, I think DB can make it work with Brock, and Brock will make it work with DB. Oh yeah, especially they had a good match too. Especially with DB as being a baby. Uh huh. I think if DB wins and 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 and, and goes over on Brock, lights go out. Bray Wyatt, and then you get DB. And you Bray. get DB and Bray. Bray Wyatt. We know what they can do. We and all I, know. I what think, they can do. and I think that that's long term. See, all you need is a nigga to smoke some weed, talk the shit out with his homie, and see if you can feasibly make it work. They're uh-huh. all on the same brand. They're all right now under the same umbrella. You can tell the story for it to make sense. But but you look at SmackDown. They got Daniel Bryan. They got Roman Reigns. They got Brock Lesnar. They got Bray Wyatt. What I had a problem with is that the only like young star they have on 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 SmackDown is Mustafa Ali. No, hold on, uh, let, on me, let me they check. Have let me check. Every young talent from Two Hundred Five Live and NXT, they have Alistair Black, they have Rhett Ricochet, they have Andrade, they have Cedric Alexander, and my whole thing is that and they got the Street Profits. Are they going to push all these guys and have us be satisfied? It's like yes. You know, Cedric is finally getting but his day the, But, they're, but yes, they're not. Ricochet that's is finally the, getting his that's day. The, and they're not. You're right. And that's that, the thing. We're, they're not. And that's why you put some of these guys on SmackDown to, to, to give us what we need with these new guys. You want to build new stars? We always, you know, oh, they don't build new stars. This is how you do it. You build them by putting them on separate brands. And then you see them, their stories elevate. And then when next year, while well, you have a new established Aleister Black and a new established Ricochet on opposite brands, you come back together and as them being established... And they have their own feud. You know, that's how I would see it. Now we're going to see Ricochet and Aleister Black week after week. We're going to see, uh, and it's going to just water down these these matches that are good. They're going to be great on Raw, but I want to see them hold off on some of this stuff. And then build these guys as stars oh, for the future. I forgot about Braun's on SmackDown. Maybe Braun gets crowned and he takes out. Oh, I just got it. Braun takes down Brock. We get Bray and Braun finally. That might be. That might work. That might. That's work. it. 
That might that's work. that's um, it, man. And, and, and that means that Braun has to take out Tyson. Which so I think he will. He will. No, he won't. No, you got to put won't. your guy over, man. Uh, Ty, they're going to try. Unless it's a draw. I mean, that's the only way I see that happening. Okay. Because Tyson's not taking an L. He's undefeated in boxing. And then he's going to go into this fight with um, De- Deontay. There's going to be another rematch. And he's not going to come into that fight. Like, I just lost the Braun Strowman. I mean, as a businessman, if I was Tyson Fury, I would not sign a contract. Say I'm going to lose a match in the WWE and then go over there and face Deontay Wilder. That's not what I'm doing. I think, um, I think what we what we still have available to us um, on the rosters, uh, we still have. I want to see Andrade get crowned. Well, I, I, I think we still. Have, so for for SmackDown, I still think we have the ability to see. Um, I feel like we're blurry a little bit, man. And I, I don't know. Going in and out. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Um, I think that uh, I think real. Oh, we're super blurry there. Um, I think for who's remaining on the roster, we got we got Cesaro, Luke Harper, right? Uh, on what roster on SmackDown? Oh no, just undrafted. We got Cesaro, Luke Harper. Yeah, they are freaking shitting on Cesaro. Um, um, the Usos. Naomi, um, Nia Jax, Ruby Riot, they all can, they all can probably come back oh, to SmackDown. No, I think, hmm. and maybe seen. I mean, King Glass is not drafted. John Cena is not drafted. Ronda Rousey is not drafted. Yana Tate is not drafted. Uh, no one cares about the Ascension or the Colognes. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, James I'm, is injured still too. Yeah, but I mean, I hear what you're saying as far as like pushing new talent. Um, but I just on NXT now. Come on, they gotta just. Come on, I mean, I think for the most part, what 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 can happen is is that you can make chicken salad out of chicken shit, and I don't think they have chicken shit. Um, I think that once Shinsuke finally, I'm about SmackDown? yeah. I don't think they have chicken shit. I think SmackDown. Okay, well, I I do feel like they got the short end of the stick, for sure. Well, let's real quick talk about our business logic because this this is this is vital to SmackDown. Okay. Because now there's an EVP that was we we talked about Eric Bischoff um, being the EVP, yeah, or executive director. I, I forget exactly what the title is, uh, but now the guy who got him in the door has now taken over his position. Uh, and Bruce Pritchard. Now, do you have any faith in Bruce Pritchard as far as producing SmackDown and making it an entertaining show week after week? Because we said that SmackDown is usually sustainability. It's more stable. Raw is up, Raw is down. Yeah. And SmackDown is where you can trust as far as getting your matches, what you, what you want in wrestling. I personally think SmackDown has taken a hit since Eric Bischoff took control. And I'm glad to see this change. Um, I, yeah, I, I, we, we, like you mentioned before, I called it. Um, that I did not like the decision to put Eric Bischoff in charge. I didn't trust it, and I was willing to give it to this child. Now, they're saying that Eric Bischoff didn't know the niggas' names. He didn't even know wrestlers' names, so he had to do his homework, and it just didn't work out before the time, and then time struck 12, and they kicked his ass out. Because it's like, hey, we got to hit the ground running with this Fox stuff, and if you don't know people's names, then we cannot have yeah, you as the executive yeah. director. So, do you trust Bruce Pritchard? You've worked with him before, or worked with MLW, and you've seen him live. Uh, do you think he's a guy, and you've listened to his, obviously, something to wrestle with. Yeah. Do you think he has a mind for the business where, in today's modern day of wrestling, 
do you want to see what um, his product Bruce is, is Bruce is one of the guys that are wrestling that just will always get it to me. Okay. Um, even though he's told our truth in the past that wrestling is a white man's sport, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. When he said that, so that's why we don't get very much uh, woman of color on SmackDown. So let's just say, let's just keep it a buck. That's a knock on Bruce. Bruce, I mean, are you, have you evolved from that? Have you evolved from understanding that we moved the culture? Minorities in America have moved the culture for the dawn of time. So wherever we go, shit's popping. Look at the Street Profits. I, I hope they're not... And Street Profits on, on Raw. <coughs> and then with the OC. High spot, and we called it. And we called we, it. We called that shit. We called it. Street Profits OC. Everything they do and touch on Raw is is magnetic, is entertaining, and I don't want them to be just fucking host. Now that they've they've had some interaction, some fighting on Raw, let's see them get busy in the ring, and I don't and want you know them to just what cut promos, sense? hyping other people's shit. What would make sense on their storytelling... Cedric should be their third man. Street Prophet, Cedric. Okay. And that is ties into the story AJ. where Cedric finally going over AJ. And when you say Cedric gets his moment, Cedric's crowned United States champion after they win this six-man title. Uh-huh. I mean, six-man tag. Uh-huh. And then Cedric gets the confidence to, to challenge him for the title uh-huh. and win it. I think that's a story that you can tell as well. There you go. Booking black right there. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Just give me the pen, dog. Just nah, give but, me the pen. But, but going back to, to Bruce, you said he said that shit to our truth. I think, I think so. That, that speaks to his mindset of wrestling already. So I'm not saying that I trust him already because I don't know enough about Bruce's approach to wrestling. I think Bruce and from, in today's modern day and age, I'm not sure if he's like Eric Bischoff. And I think that, no, well, I, I can I can say this. I can say this. When Bruce was with MLW, he made it a point to. He made it a point to either understand what's being presented on camera or if that guy was really that. So, therefore, Bruce took the time mm-hmm. with character development because he understood that character mm-hmm. development went along with telling the story. So, that's what I will trust Bruce with. Okay. I do trust because, again... Bruce saw Matt Riddle and saw Shane Strickland and saw mm-hmm. um, MJF and and saw the Lucha Bros and and saw Joey Janela and 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 and, and Darby Allen and work with them and and told stories. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like with low key and 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 with flashes of uh, 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 MVP. Like he was there producing and and he was there wrestling wise. Okay. He he was there trying to tell a story right. of making the fighting matter. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's my whole thing with 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 storytelling is is that I killed it with uh Bray and Seth and Seth. Um the fighting didn't matter. Bray 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 being a, a, a terror didn't didn't uh um equate to him being a champion or having a championship match. So therefore the fighting didn't matter. That's nonsensical fighting. Yeah. So therefore that's nonsensical storytelling. Therefore I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So WWE does get some shit because my thing is is that they're too old in the game not to know how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. 
But then when I know that they got 40 motherfuckers in the writing room, it's hard for, like, you know what I mean? Like, look how long, and, we, and, and look today, how long we talked about yeah, AW. Yeah. We talked 40 minutes just so as we can understand something from a different perspective and add 38 motherfuckers in there. For real, it's crazy. Yo, everybody with their own perspective, you know. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, I listen to the um, Black Guy Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, everybody has their own perspective, and shout out to them because we're going to be hosting a show with them in a little bit next month. Um, and it's just great to see different minds, but it's about the right minds as far as when, when, you, when, you, when you're hiring somebody. Um, I do want to see more minds of color, you know, and I, and I do want yes. some people of color in, in, yes. in these rooms. For sure. I feel like, you know, Kazim, he, he knocked the walls down as far as uh, uh, for people who are in the writing room. Now you guys need to hire some more people of color so we can assist. And just having that voice, you know, because, I mean, do you trust... Uh, Bruce Crutcher with with, with with our with our minorities on there. Do you trust Eric um, Bishop with our minorities I, on there I to, to put them in a position where they're not, you know, I uh, ostracized? Say, I you saw say, Kofi this week. I'm not sure if it's, I'm not, I'm not saying it's Bruce or nothing like that, but they just completely forgot about his title reign. They completely, no mention, like, barely they, any, they ma- they, they, barely they, any no, mention they, of his title reign. They said it in the, in the backstage dream when Tucky, when t- when yeah. Tucky came out. Yo, but, there, but you realize there's no, there, like, it's like, Okay, so okay, okay, okay. They should be able to tell a story after he's dropped this title, like, and it was like it was fleeting. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, so, so, so this is my thing. Oh, hold on. Uh, let me let me change. Let me it change. It was completely the, fleeting. Let me let me change the camera real quick before we get this because I want to get this on film. Yeah, let me change the battery out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got we. we and got, why does Kofi always got to do the backstage promos? Why can't Kofi? You know, just gotta be because he's not the champion anymore. He just got to be backstage. Even last, even when he was a champion. They're giving him backstage promos. I want him in the ring, speaking his piece, dolo, um, and, and speaking about, all right, you know, what? where do you go from here? I don't want him just being the backup for Xavier Woods and, and Biggie on some type of just homeboy shit. I've, we've seen this act before, and I've been telling you about the New Day. This act has jumped the shark, and I love the New Day. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love the New Day, but this act has jumped the shark as far as people's interest as them as a group. And that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know people don't want them to see them break up and all that What are we going to do then? Like, what's going to elevate these guys? Is it, is it just them turning heel as a group again? Uh, together? Is it just going to be uh, them as face winning this best of tag team thing in Crown Jewel, like, uh, in, in Saudi Arabia? That's not going to elevate them. That's not going to tell better stories with our minority characters. I want to see Kofi, as far as the work he did this past year and what he's got accomplished... He should be looked at as one of their main guys, as, as, as least at least a main eventer that's like upper mid card, you know. And I don't like the way they position him. I don't. I don't like it. Only way they position New Day at all. Now that you take the title off him, you just you just throw him in the tag team. I'm not feeling it. We want more than that. We we should demand more than that. So my thing is, is that cool? Whatever you're done with that, you can pass it. I know you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, but you feel me on this? Like, the way they position Kofi after this title reign is important. It's very important in telling them how they see uh, a black champion and how they see black men in the industry. How they position him afterwards. Are they going to give us a chance to tell this story and see, like, where does it go? Is he going to be a little bit perturbed by it? I know people are saying he, he squeezed the pancake, so he must be a little bit mad. No, I don't want that <coughs> subtle shit. I want him to come out there and say, yo, I fought my hardest. And then I lost it in five seconds. I'm a little bit upset of the way it came down, but I'm not done. If he's gonna still be at the power of positivity, right. I'm not done fighting for this, and I want my rematch, uh, and I'll fight until I get my rematch. At 
that the least they can do is that. The very least they can do is that. But the way they're positioning Kofi, the way they're positioning New Day, I don't want them in this tag team shit. They jumped the shark as far as them being power of positivity. They jumped the shark as they've already been heels as a group. I want to see one of those guys turn heel on the group and elevate them as individuals as far as their, their, their storytelling. Are we just going to see them do the same act and just make more pancakes and sell more cereal and sell more t-shirts? Is that or they're just a commodity to, to, to Vince? Is that it? I mean, as, as a black viewer of wrestling who gets passionate about this, maybe a little bit too passionate, I want to see more from our black wrestlers. And I think what elevates them is storylines that make us care about them. And Biggie turning will be that. Or Kofi turning will be that. Or, you know, storylines that make us say, hey, you know what? I can't wait to see Biggie in the ring. I can't wait to see Kofi in the ring. And we've seen them do the tag team thing for years now. And it's not that it's a bad thing. I love every single one of those guys. They are phenomenal in the ring. I don't mind seeing more tag team matches with them. But who are they going to face? The Revival Forever? We've seen that already. What are we going to say? They're going to turn heel and face Heavy Machinery? What are we going to see with the New Day now that's different? I don't want them to just sell me more merchandise. We've seen that. I want them to like elevate themselves as individuals and they can sell things on their own. We, we know they're all charismatic. They know they can go in the ring. I want to see them now elevated and see what they branch off and what they do after this whole thing. And I'm, not, and, I'm, and I'm all for them staying together too, honestly, as long as they give me something that's entertaining. Man. Hold on. We got the soundboard for shit like this, man. CT just came in and he said... I even know bombs on I don't even know 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 Kobe has shown he moved that he what he did mattered. Yeah, and I, I mean honestly, with that, with with you saying that, I don't even have anything to add on that. I don't have anything to combat on that. My thing is, is that um, I didn't see Kofi um, as an as a as a main eventer. I don't want him to just go back to some tag team shit at this point. He's okay. upper, he's upper mid Carter. So him he's had some great game? matches. Him and Shinsuke at, for the ICJ. Honestly, you know what and, I want like to see. Him and Xavier or uh, Shinsuke and Xavier for the ICJ. I want a rematch with him and Brock. I want a real match. Honestly, I okay. want even if he loses, I want a real match. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, don't don't bitch my nigga out like that. Don't bitch my nigga out like that. And then put don't him in bitch the, my nigga out like that. And then you put him in some tag team shit like he's just some some sucker. I mean, he he held that championship for for goddamn what was it hundred eighty nine days? Hundred eighty days. Hundred eighty days. Yo, that 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 brain meant something. And 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 when Don, when Daniel Bryan loses it, he went to the tag division too. So like, with, with, they have a they have a habit of doing this to these guys that are smaller. And I get you use them as utility players. However, Kofi's shown that he 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 can talk on the mic. He can do it in the ring. He can do it on the act. He can sell you merchandise. We need some color in our main event scene. I don't care if you don't believe that. It's and, all, and all main event, main event scenes, scenes bro. All our main event scenes. All our main event and scenes. All our main event scenes. Need some color in it. AEW, uh, uh, WWE. Only place that's doing it right is MLW. 
<laughs> Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I mean, that's what Kofi should... You know what? That should be a mic drop, bro. Kofi should be like, yo. Brock Lesnar be coming for you, nigga? Bro, he should just come out and be like, I lost my title. And be real. So, Brock... this power of positivity shit. Yo, I'll be fucking tight. <laughs> if I lost it in five seconds. Come on. Yo, man. Where's that fire you show with Dan Bryan? And honestly, you know what Brock is saying, man? <laughs> Somebody cool little man off, man. He's, he's, he's having a hissy fit. He's having a hissy fit, man. <laughs> hey, Paul, use some of that Jewish money there. Somebody suck that baby's dick. Somebody suck that baby's dick. Oh, my God. Nah. But, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, this week, I was not feeling wrestling as far as the way they, I mean... God, only thing I like with NSC. Let's speak about NSC real quick. NSC is always let's just let's just let's keep it. Let's, let's just not, end it on a high note. Let's end this. Let's end, end, end it on uh, a high note. That's it. What? I'm, what? And no, not the high. show. In the show, we'll talk about good stuff now. Okay, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're 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 we didn't kill that. Yeah, we talked. We killed Spike. We killed Raw. We killed AW. We killed AW. We killed Drive. We killed. We got. We got. We got. We just call it fatality. We got real disrespect on the motherfucker. Look, dad. Yeah, I mean, no, look. but I, I need more from my wrestling. And maybe I'm too a needy as a wrestling fan. Maybe I'm too stuck up. Maybe I I'm too much of a mark. I don't give a fuck. I see writing, and I'm like, okay, come on, come on. I see where you. I, when, and I give props when it's due. Yeah. You don't. You don't I'm one of the most positive guys when it comes to. I'm like, yo, give these guys props. I'm always pre- preaching these guys. These wrestlers are killing them, putting their bodies on the line. I'm always. Championing wrestling, and I think as wrestling fans, if you're not passionate, then then, then you're just a fan that then you don't care, you know. Yeah, like, you know yeah. That? So I, at the end of the day, I get heated and I talk. Well, shit. I feel the same thing about Marvel because, like, I'm not as I'm just a fan. Like, I'm just a fan of Marvel. I'll try to understand it. If it gets too much, when my head hurts or it blows my high, then I just say fuck it. I'll come back to it tomorrow. You know what I mean? So I feel like if some people look at wrestling that way, it's okay. You know what I mean? Because I also tell people who look at comic books too intricately, like, dog, (laughs) somebody else wrote it. You know what I mean? Like, that's somebody else's imagination. Yeah. You know what I mean? So wrestling is somebody else's perception. Now, your thing is somebody else's perception of us and that's what they portray yeah. on TV. That's that what shit got to change. That's like, that, yeah, and that, that, like that, I told you already with the yeah, LAX, yeah. When, they, when they portray minorities a certain way, you're sure. going to get shitty bad. Yeah, and shitty man's going to talk his shit. When you portray minorities a certain way, when I see it's not equal, it's not even, um, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak for my, my peoples and, and minorities as a whole as far as wrestling because I think that the presentation as a whole could be elevated to such a good uh, a level where um, there's, there's deep storytelling, where it's not just about... Um, just a moment on your television screen, you know. Uh, we, we that's what it's come to. WWE sometimes comes off very commercial. Like, okay, you're just booking this Cain Velasquez thing, and then there's no story after this. Like, there's like they just throw you packages afterwards. Like, you book Cain Velasquez, Brock Lesnar. There's nothing that we give a fuck about now because we already see the story. I guess it's already built in. We should just be like, oh, he beat him before in UFC. Dot dot dot. 
I want to see what they want, what they're gonna do on, on the screen here. Like that's me as a wrestling fan. Now, so some tune people in get next Thursday on FS1, face to face, Kane Velasquez, you know, Brock Lesnar. I mean, get, yeah, give us, give us something more, give us something more. Well, that's the, what's gonna happen. It's gonna happen next Friday. Face to face. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, they're get exactly exactly what you asked for. They're gonna add more to the story because next week is the go home before Halloween, I believe. So they fight on Halloween. Uh-huh. They fight on Halloween is on a Thursday. So it's two Thursdays from now. Two Thursdays from now. Alright. Yeah. You know what? I don't even care about Crown Jewel. Let's move on. NXT. Ah! Yeah, fuck Crown, fuck Crown Jewel. Uh, NXT, I gotta give props to the show this week. I am been talking about Undisputed Era for a while now as far as their presentation. And I think this week it looked like they were undisputed era. Like they felt, I felt the vibe of like, all right, this, this, this team is for real. Them showing them. It felt like undisputed era show. You feel me? Like they started off uh, with the beat down on Velveteen dream after, and they showed Tommaso like, yo, Tommaso, you want this smoke? You want this? You want this work too? Like if you can get it too, they come out, they circle them. And uh, they circle him. Somebody said that looked like a clan's beat down. Of oh, dream. <laughs> come on! Uh, don't don't do that. Don't do that. I didn't see that. The optics. I can see the optics now in hindsight. In hindsight. However, I didn't see that when I when I watched it. I, I thought it was dope. I uh, think getting some heat on uh, undisputed as a, as a, as, a, as a unit, you know. Um, and I think that uh, everything that happened with Roddy later on. With, uh, what the, the with the North American Championship, uh, yes. Him coming out and interfering the Keith Lee and Donovan Djokovic match, uh, to it, it just makes them feel like a heel team, and they're gonna they're gonna find a way to keep their titles by hook or crook, and they're aiming for they're just trying to be their whole their mission is to be champions, and that's why I like in wrestling when the champions means the championships the champions mean something, something, like it means something to the undisputed era, and that's that's what I'm getting as a wrestling fan. Maybe that's. Uh, not where everybody else is getting it from. No, 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 for sure. That's exactly what I get from it as well. Uh, the thing about that is, is that um, Cole, at this point in time, has a lot to to deal with. Uh-huh. Um, so I do feel like I'm sorry. Roddy has a lot to deal with. I apologize. Roddy has a lot to deal with because he has Velveteen. He has Keithley um, and Donovan. Keith Lee and Donovan. Uh, I heard Keithley might be injured, so hopefully he's not. Hopefully he's all right. And because um, I'm not, I'm not really trying to. I mean, no, 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 no hate on Donovan Dajakovic. <laughs> I don't want to see Roddy Strong and Dajakovic Dolo. I, I don't want to. I mean, I want to see that triple threat. That triple threat, I'm here for. But the, them Dolo. I mean, I watch it. Because it's NXT, but uh, I was really excited for the triple threat. Kind of. A... I think what should happen, though, honestly, realistically, if they want to tell a nice story, um, if Keith Lee is out, I think that they should not have like it doesn't have to have to be like a breakout tournament type thing, but they should have Swerve kind of like audition himself. Into that match since he actually had like he had a yeah, good match with Roddy and it was undisputed. Who didn't he interfered. just bust open Donovan on yeah, the, in, uh, in, in yeah, match? Yeah, in a match. So, so just throw Swerve in there, yo. That might that might be and a double thing. Yeah, no, introduce him. I think that's um, a good way to do it since you're blending like everything that goes on 
you know, everything yeah, if, you, if y'all do, if y'all yeah. want to tell that story, yeah. that would be, it that makes would perfect be nice. sense. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just, I'm just really good at this, man. <laughs> I think that's just what I came across this past year. I'm really good at booking wrestlers. (laughs) Um, I think also what is good about NXT is that they have the ability um, of layers. Um, Even though they're kind of like, uh, like you said, like my thing is too, like like, Ivana watches NXT all the time and she doesn't know who the new people are. But she will. But that's that's what my whole point is with with AEW. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. Everybody in some form or fashion with their wrestling are presenting new people to a new audience. Mm-hmm. And they do it weekly. That's why we get so aggravated when we hear it's boss time or the big dog. Because that's commercial. Because that's commercial. Or it's also letting people know who this guy is. Yeah. It's big time. People who are not pro wrestling fans, they just like, okay, big time. Uh, boss Girls, time, uh, big, big dog. dog. They just attach yeah. that thing to them. Superhero, and superhero. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like Ricochet. Shit. Even though yeah. I don't fuck with it, I think that uh, kids will love Ricochet. I mean, he's like a video game, and they attach the superhero tag to him. That's for our mainstream audience. That's what we get on the Raw, especially Raw. But yeah, they do. Even, also, I, I, but you're gonna but get with, back down but too. with that too. But what I'm saying, but, but to what, my larger point is, is that like when NXT presents uh, uh, Marina Schaefer and Jessica Madu. Manduke against uh, Dakota Kai and uh, uh, who uh, 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 Tiana Knox, uh, Tiga Knox. Knox. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Two uh-huh. girls that are rarely new, coming back from injury. That niche in the no yeah. audience people know of, yeah. but they have to present them as who they are and, and present them with packages or whatever the case may be. Um, also, you know, but they're doing that. They, they're, they're, doing they're, that. they're, they're, and, and, and actually, cause you gotta understand like AEW, I mean, I, 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 see, I don't really, I can't really say AEW, but NXT, it's super, it's super related to these people who they really are, you know? So that they're blending of that. It's not a, it's not a gimmick. Not so much, they're it's gimmicks, not, it's but not, it's not so a, gimmick. a gimmick. Yeah. It's not so much of a gimmick. Sure. In, yeah, in, yeah, in NXT. Yeah, yeah. So that's why people who are, yeah. um, Certain type of people just not going to understand it off the bat, but if they continue to watch it over time, that's why I'm saying give AEW some time too. Because if you just continue to watch it over time, then you'll start to see. Okay, we start to understand what this guy is. Are Okay, we start to understand this guy, the source, and and you'll see where it translates to other people outside of the wrestling niche fan. Um, but a, I think NXT, like we, we, I think that's why I, I, I always go with the whole you know, Team Dream Matt Riddle thing because I think they're the two biggest as far as commercial brands. Yeah, I think that. They can be on TV. They can be on, you know, video game. I mean, like covers, athletes. I think they can be on uh, TV shows, movies. Those two guys, I see, like The Rock and John Cena, they can transcend yeah. just wrestling. Um, I see those guys as something that's going to be moved up sooner than our more, I don't know, niche wrestling fan kind of guys. And that's why the Johnny Organos is just, just heart. You know, you got to stick with his story to see what Johnny Gargano is. You can't just like no, no, see Johnny Gargano. Just no, okay, that's Johnny Gargano. Um, I get him. As a, I as get a, Johnny as a, as a new like, as John you know, Wrestling. Yeah. Oh, it's like is it all the girlfriend will be like, oh, aren't all the wrestlers like? Yeah, yeah, don't they yeah, all wrestle yeah. like Johnny Wrestling? No, but we get what Johnny Wrestling means. You know, so honestly, uh, you you got this is just for our for, it's what we can't come come there for. And we live with it. So I'm saying, like, with AEW, live with it for some time. We'll see what happens. Um, and, and I guess that's... And, and that, has I guess, hella talent. I, but I guess, I guess that's what annoys me, too. 
with all that you said, with all that I say, and with all that we factually know, how can anybody say that there's a better wrestling show than that, and specifically on a Wednesday? How can they say that there's a better show with, with, with storytelling, <clears throat> with production, with the wrestlers, mm-hmm. with the connection, if you know who these wrestlers are, which we are as wrestling fans? Yeah, I think that... How is, how, how is that not so... How can't we not give AEW their credit, which I want to do? I want to give AEW its credit. I don't want to be as cynical as I am, but it's only against the fans. NXT is NXT is um is super like just it's been doing it for a while. You got you you know you gotta understand. AEW just started, so their production needs work. Their storytelling needs work. Uh, there was times where NXT didn't have the best storytelling, but we stuck with it because it was something different. You know, and I think a lot of people are sticking with AEW because it's something different. Uh, but NXT right now, they're at another level, and they have, they're just at a transition phase where I see that the talent they have coming up is going to be special. You know, it's like so I'm really excited to see their future. AEW is going to have a hard time if they don't if they don't pull in new, new talent, if they don't really hone in on their on their storytelling and telling people who these guys are. But I think there are a couple of people who have a bona fide brand. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, I I think honestly. Um... Wrestling is just gonna. Um, I think wrestling is just in the in this space where. Um, it's a good space. It's it's a good space, but it's also in the space of where we're in a we're we're in a constant consuming process, to where like a lot of things don't set. A lot of things don't settle. Yes, a yes. lot of things. It's very. Uh, uh, we need it right now. Yeah, you know? a lot of. Instant like, I'll kill gotta... something that I see on Raw this week, and then they'll fix it the next week, and I have to be like, okay, I got to give them credit for like how. And the, it's, how it's the instant gratification of it. Like the Bray Wyatt thing, I was so confused when it first started. So confused because I'm a huge Bray, Bray Wyatt fan, but gave me some time. It's exactly what it should be, and something I've never seen before. Brilliant. Uh, I think I think that wrestling is in a place right now where we get to be critical of it, and it's kind of a, a joy. You know, I, I think that we see we we wrestling our whole life, so we see it from a certain type of angle. Yeah, and we we know that NXT right now is the better show. That's why the ratings thing right now. We'll you know we'll see how it keeps going because once you once when wrestling fans are seeking wrestling over time, there's going to be moments in NXT. Where they're gonna have to tune in because guess what they write better stories, and they're gonna tune in and they're gonna stick with these characters and stick with these guys because it's an emotional connection, and it can't that one package for Cody wasn't it, you know that one package for Cody wasn't it it was, it was but it was very well produced I can't shoot, shoot production, but they need over but as I'm saying it can't just be done over one time one week three weeks you need to give it some time let people grow with this thing, and give them their chance give them their chance because I see that they have the talent. As far as in-ring work, there's got to fix some things as far as the story, storytelling and how they approach uh, wrestling because I think that it's very much of a, a more uh, marked fan base. Or I mean, not that it's a bad thing to be like super into like gimmick and and uh, and, and in a spot fest, but uh, it's 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 also something that I think as NXT fans we we yearn for that story and that deep that deeper kind of 
connection. That's why the only thing I really connected with was Cody and Dustin. Really. I mean, I mean, you know, cause, not so much with NXT fans. I mean, we're wrestling fans. Man, I mean, like we're wrestling fans. We just the deeper storytelling. Like, why again? Why? Yeah, that's why I said. That's why. That's why I give Bruce, you know, a little nod because you know, fighting matters. Or the matter of the fight, like the, the matter has to matter. The matter of why they're fighting, yeah. you know what I mean. So, um, I, I th- this was this episode was a good like venting episode. Uh, you know, a lot like you said, wrestling didn't give us a lot to kind of like take in. Yeah, not 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 really. You know, we're still here for it. Obviously, yeah. you know, we, and all we all what we say is not super critical because we are not completely. Uh, in all of what you guys do, yeah. it's, it's not critical in the fact of like we feel like we are above you or anything matter. No, I it's mean a, it's, it's from the point. No, it's of, so critical of like nigga, like people got film critics. Yeah, like fuck it, like don't be so fucking sensitive, guys. <laughs> like again, it's wrestling. Y'all niggas are underwear and sweating and rubbing against each other and fake fighting. Like, I can fucking criticize it if I feel like it because mm-hmm. I'm watching it. I pay money to watch it. I buy your merch to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, I watch it, G. Like, you know what I mean? So if I say a storyline is bad, that may not be your fault. It may be the writer's fault. So I might not even be fucking talking about you. So, like, mm-hmm. let's not get our panties in a bunch. You know? So, um, but with with wrestling, we're going to consume it. Um, it's going to be our, this is going to be our film and we are going to we are going to be your analysts. You know what I mean. So, uh, but we watch every week. We yeah. watch every week. Uh, we are going to bring it to you from our perspective and our opinion. It may not be everybody, so that's why everybody has a fucking podcast now. So mm-hmm. listen to ours and then listen to everybody else's and then compare contrast. You know what I mean. That's what I do. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, you know anything we anything else we got for wrestling. I know a few of my high spots of wrestling was uh, Street Profits actually getting physical, showing a little character, um, saying that they wanted, you know, showing that they actually wanted to smoke <laughs> they got after it. getting this. So, yeah, yeah I, I think that's yeah. going to be a dope. Um, that's the high spot. Viking Raiders, congratulations Viking Raiders, uh, yes. for winning the New tag Viking team championship. championship, the Raw Tag. So, hey, ROH, New Japan. Uh, uh, I w- NXT, NXT and, D- and, uh, uh, and and Raw. So uh-huh. they they won all the championships in a major promotion. So shout out to to them. And they brought it up on on screen. So that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. We 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 were the only team to do this. We're undefeated. I want War Raiders to be undefeated for a while and let them let them, they earn it. Shit, they earned it. Yeah, give them give them that ring. Yeah, yeah, they deserve it. Um, another high spot of mine's was uh, um, having Shinsuke and Roman like just giving me a little 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 droplet of what they can do again. You know I what I mean? Like, was, I thought it was all right. It was all right, but it I mean, that I mean, great. meaningful. Like I, I saw Roman and Miz have a good IC title match. I think Roman and Shinsuke can have a good. I see time. I knew, no, okay. I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew it wasn't gonna be a finish. But I, I, I want to uh, see. I'd rather see Mustafa, honestly. For sure, honestly, me personally, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, and that's just my my pick. I, I mean, I don't. I honestly, with Roman Reigns, I don't know what I would do with him right now. I really don't know if I was booking him. What would make What would make you interested in Roman Reigns? Is it was this his kind of thing? Um, no, I mean, honestly, the only thing that probably will matter is... I mean, he's already established, so... The only thing that will matter is him turning heel. 
Him turning heel and been saying this for years, though. Yeah, I mean, but that, <laughs> it's like you, the go-to. But you asked me, Roman yeah, it's my go-to for everybody. <laughs> I'll turn everybody here, this motherfucker. Deadass, <laughs> deadass. But you won't turn Biggie here. No, man. I, no, I've said turn Biggie here for okay. sure. I love to see a heel Biggie. Hell yeah, his intellectual mm-hmm. asshole. Oh, oh hell okay. yeah, intellectual hey, asshole sarcastic. with muscle. Oh hell oh yeah! That's a, that's a that's a money uh-huh. that's money. Somebody somebody will pay money to see somebody beat his ass. And he black man, a muscle head that can speak words. Oh, kill him! That's a kill that nigga! I want to see him in Brock. I'd be I, if he's healed. I mean, wait, is he? I don't know if he would heal. He, he, I just want to see the match. Oh okay. Now, as far as the storytelling, I would have to think about that. That's your job. <laughs> My job. <laughs> I got it. Got it. Oh, man. Um, anything on your end? High spots, anything you want to cover uh, high for spots. before we get out of um, here? I want to give a high spot to Darby Allen, man. Just just crazy. Uh, I, I know I said it already on the podcast, but smoke with Darby Allen. Um, yeah, Lucha Brothers already shouted them out. I thought that was good. On Raw, Viking Raiders, you already mentioned everything pretty much. Viking Raiders. And, yep. Sasha Banks. That's- <laughs> and, yep, Sasha Banks. <laughs> so, we're going to end it on. And, Sasha Banks. Yo, even though Sasha Banks is married, and this nigga is like, you know what? All right, I'm finna get disrespectful in this motherfucker. Look. Sasha Banks. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody suck that baby's dick. <laughs> All right, man. Yo, we're we're out of here. We're having to. I gotta get home. I've been here like two hours now, two and a half hours. Um, so we about to get out of here. I'm probably gonna be on baby duty for a little bit editing the show. Uh, I'm gonna try to get this up probably as soon as y'all hear it. Fuck it, it's gonna be up. So y'all don't know when I put it up, nigga. I mean, so uh, yo, we thank y'all guys for listening. Y'all know where to find us at again, man. Yes, Reasonable Wrestling, every, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast, everywhere else. RW Podcast One on Twitter. Follow, like, subscribe, all that shit. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out. <laughs>